In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Because we have written a book that will be released here real soon off of an old book called The Man Card. And the old book, The Man Card, is going to be re-released as a book called Strong Men, Dangerous Times. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer and good friend, my co-host, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? Dude, I'm doing great. Hey, me too, man. I'm excited about this uh, equipping series. This is going to be a two- or three-part series. Mm. Uh, we'll see how far this goes. Th- this will probably also be an interview episode. I believe God has given us an idea to change and impact millions of men. And you know me, I'm I'm negative if anything, if it comes to vision. I, I see the realistic opportunities out there, but this thing here is something that God has dumped in our lap, and I'm super excited about uh, sharing this. But before we do, I just want to encourage our guys to head on over to our website at org, pick up a copy of my new book, Guts and Manhood, Four Irrefutable Attributes of Courage. Uh, this is a wonderful book, and you know we're a nonprofit, crowdfunded organization. So we can do this. Uh, a lot of these other guys out there, it's really hard for them because they're a for-profit organization and they are forced to sell, compelled to sell their resources. And so even though we will definitely sell this eventually, it's that good of a book, we want to offer it to our men in the arena. These are our heroes. These are our champions. These guys are getting it done. There's, you know, We have guys from 90 countries listening to this podcast right now and, and uh, involved in our forum, and we want to really honor those guys and say, hey, guys, for this window of time, we're going to bless you with an amazing book. And we've had already had uh, guys calling in from uh, Africa, from the Czech Republic, saying, hey, your books are, these things are really impacting us. So we just want to offer that to these guys and uh, do that. And so, Dale, before we jump into the podcast episode today, do you have a man law? I do. And I want to share this real quick here. First Peter 5 eight says, be alert and of sober mind, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And if 2020 has taught you anything, it should be this. Examine your life. Yeah. Are you prepared? Because bad things can be right around the corner. Um, are you prepared for anything that could happen? Honestly, it's time that we pay attention to what's going on around us and make sure that we can take care of ourselves, our family, uh, our friends, our close friends. And if yeah. we if we all had this mindset, we would all be way better off 
So we got to take care of ourselves, like physically, uh, mentally. We got to take care of our family. We got to be prepared. I had my kids calling me up, Dad. Should we pack a bag? And I'm like, actually, you know what? You should always have something packed and ready to go. <laughs> well, and the things you're mentioning are easier said than done, right? Right, they are. It's easy to say, be in shape. That's hard as hell to do. Yeah. Especially at 50, I'm almost 55. Uh, it's easy to say, you know, be spiritually strong, you know, deal with sin, mm-hmm. pack your bags, but... But, but you got to start. But nobody's asking you to do anything easy. Right. Right. Manhood, if if masculinity was easy, everybody would be a man. Mm-hmm. But we have, most of the people I see are males out there. And so, so this is stuff, we got to do the hard things. And so, yeah, I, I do appreciate that. And, you know, I, I learned something from two things about that verse. You know, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Well, before that, in verse 6, it says, cast all your cares upon him because he care- no, because he cares for you. Verse 7 says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, and he will lift you, lift you up in due time. Verse 8 says, be sober and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Two things stand out to me there. First thing is, a roaring lion is not the one you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. If you see a roaring lion, you're pretty darn safe. It's the one behind you that's quiet. Yeah, that you got to be careful. It's that you've got to be a care. You've got to be aware of the one you don't see in here. The second thing is this: a lion only kills isolated victims. Mm. So if you're a man, you need to. We. I had a guy reached out to me last week. Sent me a text. Basically, he was suicidal. And after myself and another man, a inter- couple of men intervened. This guy had isolated himself from other men, and he allowed all sorts of crazy ideas to pop into his head. And so we were able to move him back in to uh, some accountability and fellowship, and he's going to be fine, I'm sure of it. But here's the deal. When you're isolated, you're prey. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we got to be careful. So, hey, I want to jump into this uh, idea, and I'm calling this, uh, the. if you hear the phrase BVOM, it just stands for, it's an acrostic for best version of a man. Right now, I have no nothing else to label this thing. I'm just calling it the BVOM assessment. Again, I believe in the next 20 years of my life, this is going to be the thing that will reach millions of men. I know that's a bold statement. I just really feel that God has got his hand on this thing. And so uh, if you go to our website, Dale, and if you click on our website, what is the first thing that you're going to see, and what does it tell you about the vision that we have for the men in the arena? When you go to our website... If you're a guy from the Czech Republic or if you're a guy from Africa or Canada and you go to our website because you want to know more about the men in the arena, what are you going to learn about us in three seconds? Leading you to your best version. What do you mean by that? That That's our vision and our goal is to help men and guide them in this journey to become their best version. Okay, that is the right answer, and you should know you built the websites. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. So if that is indeed what we are about, we want to help men become their best version, what does that best version look like? Mm. And now I'm asking you this cold. I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. What is it? What is it? When, when a man says to you, well, Dale, what is my best version? What do you tell that guy? What do we, what do we tell that guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, does, how does your wife look at you? How do your kids look at you? How do people in the community look at you? What do they say about you? Uh, do they look at you as a stand-up, a person that is full of integrity, um, who is getting things done, they're faithful in everything that they do? So those are some of the th- things that I think you see in a man. So basically, that would make us no different than any other men's group out there. 
works. Everything you said would be no different than, let's say, Ryan Mickler's Order of Man, which is not a Christian organization, let's say, but or or Brett um, McKay's uh, Art of Manliness, also not a Christian organization, or um, you know Noble Warriors with Mike Young, which is a Christian organization, or every day every man ministry with Kenny Luck, Christian organization. But what you're saying, basically, they would say that too, right? I mean, let's just process this together. So we haven't gone over this. You and I are processing this. So really, Dr. Phil uses the phrase uh, best version. So really, we don't have a way to assess that, right? But we do, because we have written a book that will be released here real soon off of an old book called The Man Card. And the old book, The Man Card, is going to be re-released as a book called Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. That book will be on sale through Amazon in the next month, okay? In that book, I list five things that a man must do that are essential for him to be a man. They are... They are protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. So we have five things. So when a man says to us, what... Does it mean to be our best version? We say, hey, these five things, protect integrity, fight apathy, pursue God passionately, lead courageously, and finishing strong. The problem with those five categories is you could drive a tank through it. Those are massive, massive essentials, right? And so to really dial this in and to assess a man in every aspect of his life, we are really hard-pressed to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So as we process this as a board of directors, we realize there has to be a way to truly assess a man's best version because the five essentials is excellent. It's kind of a 30,000-foot uh, you know, view over it. It's a high, high elevation, but it's, it's not, it doesn't work completely. Here's another problem. A lot of guys will say, well, just do what Jesus did. You know, and I, I love my Christian brothers, but sometimes they're so naive because Jesus didn't have a family and Jesus was never married. And so... We can't really assess our lives based only on Jesus as we're looking at manhood. So in the context of manhood, we have to look, and I hate to say this, I love God, I'm committed to Jesus, you know that, but we have to look beyond Jesus, right? So maybe we can look at the household codes. Ephesians chapter 5, Colossians chapter 4, 1 Peter chapter 3 lists these household codes. And these are great. These take us beyond, let's say, Jesus into what it looks like to be a husband and a father. But it really doesn't dive into these other areas that we all struggle and deal with as men. So we need something more to dive deep into assessing men. And we're going to tell you more about that next week. So Dale, take us home, brother. Yeah, guys, as you're waiting in suspense, we want you to go over to meninarena.org and get your free copy of Guts and Manhood and get that downloaded. And then after about a month, it's going to be for sale. So get it now while you can. And until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember... 
When a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.